It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Animation Nation, where we take a look at animation across a multitude of fandoms. Today, I am going to take a look at uh, a new show, the first two episodes, actually. Well, new in air quotes, because it's just something that I haven't watched, to be honest with you. Uh, we're talking 
uh, Marvel Future Avengers. So we have a little bit of news to talk about before that, of course. Uh, and all that goodness, we had a snowstorm here, listeners. Uh, snowstorm, 30 centimeters of snow. We didn't even call that snowstorm anymore. A lot of shoveling today. Fun times, of course, but uh, not much is new besides that. Uh, enjoying working from home, that's always a fun thing. Uh, we have some new DC news that's going to be fun to talk about on Friday. I look forward to that. Uh, but we also have some animation news, and I'll give you an update on when Masters of the Universe Revelations is going to be covered here. Uh, actually, I'll jump into that right away. So that has been out now for a little bit. I'm going to cover that probably on next week's episode. I am three episodes deep into the new season, and I will definitely finish that out before the weekend uh, ends. So I look beyond the look at that. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it yet. I'm not sure if I'm going to break it up into two parts or if I'm going to uh, just do the full-on review. We'll, we'll see about that. Depends on the episodes, how much I enjoy them, how much I think I have to talk about, or maybe I'll just record the podcast and then cut it up if it runs as long as I think it may run if I talk about every episode. So uh, that'll be on deck, but I got into some stuff <laughs> this week that I wasn't planning on, on it, and you know what? It was after watching a very bad Avengers animated film, so that's going to be something that you're going to hear down the line. But before we get to that, we have, like I said, uh, the Marvel Features Avengers. And I watched the first two episodes of this show. There are, I think, 35 episodes in total, or 36. I think there was a 26-episode season and a 13-episode season. So, oops, sorry, 39. I think that's it. Or it could be 23 and 13. Not sure. I will figure that out after I get the network plugs out of the way. So let me get those out of the way before I say the network plugs. We also have a survey going around on the GUA. So if you look at any of the uh, show Twitter handles or the GUA Twitter handle, uh, the link for the survey is there. Please give that a five to ten minutes of your time to fill out. It's greatly appreciated and it helps us improve the shows. So let's get into the network plugs. We are part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance with seven shows in total. On Mondays, bi-weekly is Ranger Alliance. On Tuesdays is a walk through the multiverse. On Wednesdays is this show, The Animation Nation. On Thursdays is Star Wars Alliance. On Fridays is Marvel Alliance. On Saturdays is DC Alliance. And Sundays monthly is World's Finest True Believers. Star Wars Alliance goes live on the Geekverse YouTube channel. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Marvel Alliance goes live Thursdays at 9, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and DC Alliance goes live Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. All three of those shows also have their own podcast feed. Search DC Alliance, Marvel Alliance, or Star Wars Alliance if you just want DC content, Marvel content, or Star Wars content only, but you want all seven shows on the GUA Podcast Network. Stay subscribed to the GUA on your podcast app of choice. We also have a Patreon, two tiers, a dollar tier, and a five dollar tier. The dollar tier is basically a tip jar. You like what we're doing and you want to help us out any way you can. And the five dollar tier is where you get your extras. You get your ad free episodes, early access to episodes, and Patreon exclusive episodes. Myself and Joe, the DC Alliance hosts, are going through all the DC films through the years. Uh, we also have the Marvel Alliance guys, Chris and Brent. They did their entire Infinity Saga review. I think there's over 30 pieces of content up for all the patrons. We also have 
Clay going over his Marvel Snap. We have Katie going through Star Wars Canon Comics. Then we have Joel with Multiverse Minutes. We thank everyone that's a patron, but if you're not a patron, if you can take a quick 30 to 60 seconds to rate and view the podcast on your podcast app of choice, it's always greatly appreciated. It helps other people find the shows, and that's always a good thing. Okay. I think that's everything. Masters of the Universe update. Yes. Survey. Yes. Network plugs. Yes. Okay. So going down the list here, let's jump into a little bit of news that we got. Some of this came uh, really quickly, really late here, like in the last 20-ish, 30-ish minutes. So uh, I'm going to start with uh, exclusive update on X-Men 97 release date window. Uh, this is from Alec Perez, Alex Perez at Cosmic Circus. So, again, we'll take this with a grain of salt, but there isn't much news out there at all. Uh, so, yeah, just, just talking about uh, the show. They said the animation style can be best compared to the animated series Archer. Since then, uh, what looked like reg- regulated by X-Men 97 team at press events, just talking about stuff that they're going to see. Uh, and then they got the uh, what their sources are saying. So this isn't quite news. This is a lot of times this stuff usually smokes out what is actually going to happen of when this is starting. Uh, so it says our sources have confirmed that Marvel Studios has decided to on a spring release window for this new Marvel Disney Plus series, or well, new uh, just the next season of it. Um, our sources have told us that X Men ninety seven or X ninety seven season one will premiere in mid to late March twenty twenty four. The show is confirmed to have 10 episodes releasing up for the first season. And essentially to get a little tiny bit of what we know about the X-Men here in X-Men 97. Fans can expect the new animated series to explore more of the 90s timeline of the original series. Featuring beloved characters like I said, uh, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine, Jubilee, Storm, Rogue, Gambit, and Beast. Uh, Magneto is going to return. He's going to lead the X-Men, if you guys haven't remembered that. Uh, after uh, circumstances put him in charge, uh, Professor X is not around. Show also introduced some new mutants into the array. Well, new in air quotes because we've seen some of these in the universe before Cable, Bishop, Forge, Morph, Sunspot, and Nightcrawler. Some antagonists at uh, the experimental page include Hellfire Club, led by Emma Frost and Sebastian Shaw, which we saw before, and Mr. Sinister and Bolivar Trask. So, again, hitting all the uh, top notes here. That would be so, so, so cool if this drops in March of 2024. Uh, wouldn't be that long away, and again, this gets me super excited if it's the case. Obviously, be on the lookout for Marvel Lines. I'm sure they'll have more information on this, uh, and of course, for the X-Men 97 reviews as well. Um, we also have uh, some other news here, so uh, let me get the source first before I go throwing this out. The Okay, so IGN. Uh, we have a source from Alex Stidman, and this is that uh, Kevin Conroy recorded lines as Batman from Batman the Animated Series for one final project, Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 3. So, wow. The, the potential here is endless. This could be Justice League. This could be just Batman the Animated Series. This could be the entire DCAU. This could be weekly... Uh, oh, this, this, this could be glorious. I don't want to get my hopes up too much as with the first <laughs> part of this uh, <laughs> first part of this three part was, was a dumpster fire if I'm being honest with you listeners like really 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 bad uh, <laughs> like 
like really bad. You please tune into the Animation Nation to have a quite a laugh on uh, on that. I, I did the review that was posted last week. Uh, special shout out to Chris Evans and uh, Nick Zednick for joining me. Uh, that was that was a scene. So you know what? Maybe Kevin Conroy can pull the pull this uh, story out of the dumpster fire with his character showing up because. If that is the case, first of all, spoilers, but again, I've been harping that I want to see that at some point between uh, these three films. So, yes, yes, yes. If this is the case, big fist bumps. This may get people to go back and watch the other parts, if I'm being honest with you. If you find out that uh, DCAU, like Kevin Conroy, George Newborn, like everybody is there. As the Justice League, like, look, get out of town. You're you're gonna watch at the very least. You're gonna watch that clip, but I think you would even go back and watch these films. So pretty awesome, pretty awesome. So that's 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 a fun thing. And one other Kevin Conroy thing. Both of these came from this article uh, prior to his death in November 2022. That's the thing too. It was only uh, a year and four months ago, so it does stand to reason that they could have had him do all the voice work for whatever they had planned for him for this uh, uh, part three of of Crisis. So this really, really, really has my interest peaked here now. This this gives me, this puts wind in the sails for uh, me for parts two and three, if I'm being completely honest with you. So, Another thing for Kevin Conroy, prior to his death in November 2022, Kevin Conroy recorded dialogue for Batman Cape Crusader. It is unknown if it was for the role of Batman or a different character. So that could be flashbacks. It could be seen. It could be the Grey Ghost type where we had Kevin Conroy do an episode with Adam West. And Adam West was another character that Batman Bruce Wayne looked up to and loved. He was like an old school hero from the TV show. So, yeah, I, I really really hope that it's just a, uh, a a main character for one episode uh, that would be so cool because again you can, I don't want him to voice Batman for the first season of this show because you, you need to get somebody else for the second season and again I have all the Batman the anime series all the new uh, Batman adventures new Superman Batman adventures like that's all or new Batman the anime series like that's all Batman Beyond uh, various games like I have so much that I can go back to that again, I would like for the next generation to have an iconic person voicing Batman as well. Uh, yeah, so that's that's another thing. Uh, we don't know much about Batman Cape Crusaders right now, so uh, I'll be interested. I, I really think it's just a beat part for this, or maybe it could have been even like a dialogue to put in while you're animating kind of deal. I, I'm not 100% sure. I'm really interested in that. That's another thing. So, uh, Really, really cool. Really, uh, and again, if it's Batman the animated series, or if it's Justice League the animated series, that's that interest is very peaked on that. And again, it'll be nice to hear Kevin Conroy. So let's take our only ad break of the evening. Listeners, we're an ad supported network. We don't pick the ads or volume. Going to give you a quick three count to adjust your volume, and we'll be right back in three, two, one. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Okay, listeners, now it's time for me to get into uh, the, the main event because uh, essentially uh, the Avengers uh, the Avengers animated film that I watched uh, was a dumpster fire. <laughs> it was not enjoyable. Uh, Ultimate Avengers, the movie. Yeah, that was not, not great at all. So, uh, uh, again... I will uh, talk about that at, an, at another time, but that spurred me on to find Marvel Future Avengers. So this is a Japanese superhero anime television series produced by Madhouse and Walt Disney Japan based on the Marvel Comics universe. The first season began airing on the Disney brand television, uh, D-Life Satellite Channel in July of 2017 and ran for 26 episodes, followed by 13 episodes, so 39 in total, for a second season in 2018. The series was released internationally through Disney Plus in February of 2020. Okay, so again, I can essentially tell you, I watched the first two episodes of this. Uh, I want to say some just some other facts about it is original run was from july 30th 2018 through october 22nd of 2018 um this is pretty cool uh so let's get into it i want i want to jump into it I, oh one other thing the english actors we got some really uh great ones some people that have been voicing these characters like the hulk and steve rogers and uh, stuff like that. Tony, uh, Tony Stark. Some of these voices, the English dub, because that's what I watched, uh, was 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 fantastic. Uh, yeah. So let's jump into this. Talking about the first two episodes that I watched. The first episode was called "Destroy the Avengers," and the second uh, episode was called "Avengers Assemble." Uh, they have like ulterior titles as well: "Aim for the Avengers" and "Red Skull of Despair," but. Again, that's just the, what I saw when I was watching it was destroy the Avengers and Avengers Assemble. So right off the hop, we're shown uh, these four children 
Makoto, Makoto, that's his name, Addy, Chloe, and Bruno. Uh, And these uh, are four teenagers that have special abilities. We don't know by who at the beginning. Uh, Right at the beginning, we just see them. We're like, oh, cool, like new heroes. Like, this could be anything. This could be S.H.I.E.L.D. This could be... And no, we find out pretty quickly that these children uh, were genetically modified by Hydra. And uh, they're manipulated. They're shown and made to think that uh, the Avengers are the villains and we're the heroes. And we see them, uh, Bruno and Makoto, uh, go back and forth uh, early on trying to complete a challenge using their abilities. It's a competition for teamwork as well. You see the banter uh, between them. It's pretty cool. And they want to take down and defeat the Avengers. They make the Avengers seem so scary and dangerous in Makoto's mind. And I want to say... <laughs> you could have taken out the kids and made this a series for adults. It would have been like, uh, it could have worked. It could have worked very well. Now, again, I understand doing this. Uh, this goes back for me all the way back to Transformers because if I'm being completely honest, when I watched Transformers as a kid, I did not think, oh, cool. Here's the little kid characters, or here's the human characters. I can identify with them. All I thought was, cool, fucking Transformers transforming. Look at this car transform into a robot that shoots and explodes things. I didn't need children characters to relate to the show. That is one thing that I find with some of these shows. They did those back in the day when I was growing up, the 80s and the 90s, more so the early 90s. For me, the ones that I can remember. It, it it just it it takes away for me because again half the time you think like the way this same reaction Batman had in Crisis on Infinite Earths when he meet Earths when he meets Robin is like that would be highly dangerous and the same thing I think here so again I understand what they're doing we're gonna like oh look if these kids can join the Avengers anybody can yeah yeah kids woohoo but again this the animation style on this show is so beautiful absolutely beautiful they took their time with this they treat they treated these characters so well like the animation is fantastic in my opinion so again while i understand the kids i get them it just frustrates me because the level of care they're putting into the animation for this that's all Okay, it's tomorrow, so it's just essentially paper. Whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there we find out that uh, Addie and Chloe are uh, deployed in the field, and they find out, they, they essentially realize what they're doing and all the crimes they have to commit, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're, we need to get out of here. And they convince Makoto to go with them, and he's like, no, but like you, 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 we gotta get to Bruno. We can't leave Bruno if you're gonna get me. And they're like, no, you leave. We'll get Bruno. And they go to get Bruno, and they find out Bruno already knew. Allah, he is on board because essentially he's using. He's from what I've gathered so far. Uh, I'll probably find out more the next episode. Uh, from what I gathered so far, he needs uh, every three days. Hydra needs to do tweaks on his armor that he's wearing, or he'll die. So. Again, I'm not sure if he's a total cyborg. I, I, I don't know. Really, they haven't spent a lot of time assuming Dan Wine, just the first two episodes. They have not. They just talked about him a bit. So, yeah, he's like, no, he uh, 
captures him, but Makoto makes it back to Avengers Tower, uh, where we see Tony Stark is essentially researching uh, the Hydra initiative known as the Emerald Rain Project. So again, I'm sure I'm going to hear more about that down the line, but right now we haven't heard much anything about that. Uh, I didn't pause it to see exactly what he was looking at. Uh, so Makoto comes in. He's obviously a little apprehensive of Stark, even though he was just told that, yeah, they're the good guys. Uh, he flies there and he's like, come tell him. He's like, he's going to tell Stark where the base is. Uh, as long as he, uh, he can rescue his friends. And Stark's like, yes, he checks it out. He actually doesn't even need to get, need to find out the place from Makoto. He analyzes the uh, bird poop on his shoes and finds it's distinguished to just a particular area and finds it that's where they need to go. So I did really enjoy that showing off. They really show off Stark's intellect in the first two episodes of this show. Uh, yeah, and he's like, yeah, sorry, Mikado, you can't come. This is highly dangerous. Uh, I'm going to just keep you here. Uh, and again, yeah, at the, the end of the episode, we find out that Bruno knows... Uh, that Hydra is evil, and he's still loyal to Red Skull, and we get uh, Tony saying, yeah, like, I'm not going to go by myself, Makoto, I'm going to call in some friends. Obviously, the Avengers are assembling. So, we flash to the next episode, Avengers Assemble, Red Skull of Despair, and uh, the Avengers are going over to the Hydra base, uh, I'm going to flash to Mikolo first because he has been imprisoned by Tony, of course. Uh, and he keeps calling Friday, Wednesday. That honestly makes me laugh a little. And we see him try to break out, not working eventually. Finally, starts to escapes and Friday sticks the Ultron bots on him. <laughs> and yeah, uh, doesn't really work out well for them. He gets even more pissed. We see him like learning his abilities. The way he flew here was not graceful. He's getting better at this, and he leaves them in the dusk. I love how Friday calls Tony to talk to him. Uh, he said, I need, she's like, I need to talk to you about Makoto. He's like, not now. Busy, Friday. And she's like, if, I don't advise this, but if that's what you risk, okay. Hilarious to me. That's something that made me laugh. I'm like, look at Friday. Getting, getting away or getting in trouble. So Makoto's headed over to the hotter base. And while this is going on, we get to see the Avengers kick some butt. We see every person is featured here. Hulk destroys like four or five tanks, showing off his uh, strength. We see Thor uh, with his hammer. Thor and Captain America chummy chatting back and forth. We see Iron Man using his weapons, taking down uh, a bunch of different uh, enemies, baddies, uh, flying ones, of course. Uh, Captain Thor, we get the... Uh, Mjolnir shield smash, we're going to call that, I guess. Mjolnir, she Mjolnir shield, shield smash, that's what we're going to go with, as they use that and wipe out all kinds of bad guys around. Uh, they're really having their way with these guys. It's looking easy. It's like, this is, this is it. And then Red Skull shows up. And he's like, yeah, um... He has some silly line about the final person to, to the party should always go down to the red carpet by themselves or something. Really stupid. Like, didn't make much sense to me what he was saying there. I'm like, okay, uh, I guess. Like, I would be like, you're dead. I have this badass suit. You're dead. Because he does have this badass suit. Uh, 
he is, I'll call it, I guess, nanotechnology armor, essentially, because he has nanites. Nanites, courtesy of Ray Palmer. Sorry, I just promised myself, I made a deal with myself that anytime someone would ever say nanites, I would say courtesy of Ray Palmer. Can't help it. Even myself, it's just, it's just a rule. Uh, yeah, so he has nanites uh, that essentially make him these tentacles and just make the uh, machine unstoppable. Iron Man remarks that like the technology he's using is something far advanced. No one is even close to this. I was kind of wondering like how they got there, to be honest with you. So I'm going to have to get to the bottom of this. And then Makoto arrives. He shows up. He tries to use the blast him. No luck. Uh, no luck. Iron Man grabs him and takes off. He's like, yeah, you got to get him out of here. Wasp is a little pissed. Uh, but she's like, yeah. Captain's like, yeah, the kid's safety is number one. He's like, yeah, I understand her, Captain. So Iron Man goes off with Makoto. And he's trying to tell him to take off, like get out of this island. Because like, no, my friends are here. And he's like, Anytime, every second I'm here with you is a second my friends could get hurt. But through their back and forth, Makoto realizes through chatting with Iron Man, like, why he, they, they talk back and forth. He's like, why didn't Red Skull come after you with this kind of, like, weapon? Like, why did he wait for you guys to come to him? Like, why did he stay here? And Iron Man's like, because he can't leave yet. Like, they're still working on things. He must, there must be like a control system on the island for now. And then Makoto's like, yeah, level four. It always happens at level four. Every control base there is at level four. So our man's going to go off and tell Makoto to stay. Makoto's like, no, you have to take me with you. Like, it's like a maze down there. And every, like you just said, every second he throws his words back at him, essentially. He said, like you said, every second counts. And like the Avengers could get hurt if you take, and our man reluctantly takes the kill line. Uh, yeah. So. While they're doing this, the others are fighting Red Skull, and it's not going well. Red Skull has like a mega beam cannon uh, that destroys anything in its wake. It, it's pretty awesome, and yeah, so they're they're getting their hand they're getting handed there while Iron Man and Makoto uh, infiltrate the facility. They go back and forth here. Uh, he tells Iron Man the control panel is up there, and he's like, "Yeah," and then Iron Man tells him to stay because. Uh, there's a giant laser field. Arvin just flies through it and takes the damage, but it doesn't hurt him, really. And Makoto's like, yeah, if you think I'm going to stay, you don't know me at all. He goes to look for his friends. He finds all three of them. And we find out that Bruno's holding the other two there, watching over them. And he has a bomb, a la Amanda Waller. Uh, they're wearing collars, and if uh, he presses the trigger, it will blow the collars up and blow their heads off. So, yeah, and in, and Bruno's kind of uh, pissed, to be honest with you. He's like, oh, if you wouldn't have got away, we could have been the perfect team, perfect villain team. Like, you gotta, you're got you born to be a villain. You just got to take that burden now. And Makoto's like, no, like, I didn't know. I, don't, I wasn't planning on being a villain. I was trained to be the best hero ever. And, yeah, so I, I do love how uh, Makoto's going to still be with Bruno and be like, yeah, I'll go against Iron Man. I'll ask for forgiveness. I'll ask for repair. And then brawl. Everything shuts down. The collars fall off. All the cells open up. Iron Man has, well, Friday has infiltrated the system. Iron Man thanks her, of course. And yeah, what do you think happens next? Red Skull's machine, Red Skull's suit doesn't work out too well. Uh, Iron Man puts the kibosh on that. Uh, and then he tries to use uh, the tentacles, and Hulk grabs him, just smashes him pretty easily. Iron Man shows up. Uh, last asked where he was too, and he essentially says, "Yeah, like I'm responsible for this. Uh, basically, saving you guys." 
And he goes to interrogate the Red Skull. Red Skull's not even saying anything. They're just like, yeah, we're weird. Uh, we'll, they're like, fine, we'll just search your base and um, find out everything there. So Red Skull's like, nope, not a trigger. There's so many triggers, two triggers in this episode. Blows up the entire base with the kids in it. Classic, super classy Red Skull. Uh, Iron Man remarks as much, and that's how it ends the episode. So they're still uh, inside. Red Skull has been defeated. And I gotta say, I, I, I did enjoy this episode, these two episodes quite a bit. And just looking through some of the other episodes here, uh, for the first season even, uh, we see stuff with Kang, we see stuff with Deadpool, we see stuff with Spider-Man, Winter Soldier, Miss Marvel, uh, Green Goblin versus the Hulk, Spider-Man to the Rescue, a lot of stuff here. So, a superhero uh, registration act. So, again, a lot of, lot of stuff. So, I'm, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to check this out. Like I said, the animation style was was fantastic. I, I I'm in, I'm in. So again, I I will go through this. I'm not sure if I'm going to review this. All I, I'm, I'm a bit still debating that. But after watching that terrible Avengers film, I needed a, a different Avengers taste. And obviously, I know Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes is fantastic. But that's the show for me. That's getting a episode by episode review that or two episodes time review that is not going to uh be done with pretty easily i want to go through that show especially with the new with a new avengers film coming out so uh yeah this was enjoyable the, the i recommend this especially if you're a fan of uh, high quality animation uh the uh voice acting not the, well the voice act voice acting work is good the the dialogue net obviously you're translating some of this from Japanese, so there's stuff, but really enjoyable show. You guys should check this out. Uh, I'm interested to see if you already checked it out. Please let me know uh, if it continues to stay good going forward. Uh, listeners, we'll be back next week with some Masters of the Universe He Man talk. Until then, later, everyone.